Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. I'm so excited to have you here. And my name is Jen. I'm your host. I'm a self-sabotage and transformational mindset coach. I help female entrepreneurs just like you move from fear and self-sabotage to completely owning who they are and becoming unstoppable. This program, this episode is proudly sponsored by my mastermind, where you are going to unleash the woman you were born to be. Enjoy the episode. So welcome to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. Oh, wow. So often people talk about sometimes our greatest challenges can be also our greatest opportunities. But that can sometimes feel like so much resistance already is there because why would you want something that is hard and challenging as an opportunity? Because you don't sometimes want that to be part of your life. You haven't always chosen certain aspects of your life. Yes, there are things that we choose, but there are many things that we don't choose in our life. And sometimes that can be our greatest challenge. And so in today's episode, I am going to unveil the mask that I have been wearing for the last couple of years. And that is the role of being a mother. That is the role of being a caregiver that I have completely repressed and have resisted for many, many years because I didn't feel worthy. I felt like society didn't value the role that women play as caregivers. I felt that society didn't value the role if you made the decision to be a caregiver, right? And sometimes we actually don't make that choice. It's already made for us. So this is about my journey. This is all unfiltered and this is hopefully to support you. So normalizing your journey as well, as well. So I have resisted being a carer and I still have moments right now where I get angry and I get upset because I never asked to be a full-time carer, but that is exactly what I am. And when it's your children, you will do anything. And being a mother in itself is the most challenging thing that we could ever embark on. Society romanticizes this notion of motherhood. And so when we come to it, we are completely really unprepared, even with books, because your journey is going to be so different from someone else's. And what I'm trying to do today is to really normalize the experience that I have so it normalizes your journey and gives you a voice as well. So my son has been having therapy since he was two years old and he will be seven in a couple of months. So we have been going down this path for almost five years, four and a half, five years. And being someone who wants to look at the best way that I can do that, being mindful of the language that I utilize. I have been 
really working really hard to support him. So my son, when it was very clear that he just wasn't making the milestones with his speech and language. And as a mother, you know, you have a very deep knowing within yourself, a deep, deep, deep knowing that something doesn't feel right. And we can be, sometimes we just need to be assured. Sometimes we just need to be assured. And sometimes we need to get the support early. And I knew that that's, that something wasn't right with his speech and language because he was hardly putting, he wasn't putting any words together and he would say one word and he was about two. Sometimes he, he just, it was, didn't make sense. He was really, really struggling with his expressive speech. And so he was diagnosed with expressive speech developmental delay, which means that he, when you hear him, he wouldn't sound the same as a child of his age. He would sound almost in a way aphasic. And anyone who has been in the, you know, has had a stroke, it means that you know what you want to say, but the words come out jumbled. Or he would sometimes only say part of a sentence, part of a word, and point and grunt. And, you know, we started to sort of go, okay, well, what other things can we do to support him? And so, you know, we, we, you know, we, we looked at kindergarten and they were the most amazing educators and teachers. And then it was becoming more evident there was other things going on for him as well. And sometimes we don't always see that in different environments when children are really small because they are seen by society as sweet and cute and you know, that's okay. But I could see that there were other behaviours and sensory needs and I didn't understand about all of this and I'm still learning, right? I'm still learning about all of this and I'm still very mindful about the labels that I use. So it was very, very clear that he had what's called sensory-seeking behaviours and he's very, very concrete in his thinking. If he wants to do something and that need isn't met, those behaviours will escalate. It's not about being naughty. It's about having those needs just not met and we have to support that. And that is a huge learning as well. Um, i just got to get tissue. <laughs> um, so... It was very clear and we, you know, we were very, very fortunate here to have been approved by what's called the National Disability Insurance Scheme and we're very, very lucky to have all of the therapies and supports because for the, last, for the first couple of years we were doing that ourselves and I was always looking at ways to support him and do that and you know, it breaks your heart as a mother when 
your children are being ostracized because when someone is different, we don't understand. We don't always have the words for that. And so I first started to really see that last year and I went through a huge grieving process with that and it was a little boy and my son just didn't say hello because he didn't want to and it wasn't to do with being naughty it was it just wasn't important to him and the little boy said oh that's that's Archie and he's he's very naughty and he doesn't he doesn't talk to anyone he doesn't play with anyone and that broke my heart it broke my heart as a mother and when i saw you know all of the photos of when the ki- the, the children were doing particular activities there's my little boy sitting in the middle on his own and uh, you know a friend who also has a child who's on the spectrum spoke to me and just said well maybe that's his choice and you know I came to terms with yes okay maybe maybe that is his choice maybe that's and that's okay and so you know, it's been a huge process getting my son ready for school. There have been many, many meetings that I have organized. We have done a lot of planning and it has been very tolling on myself and how I do business. And when you are a mother of a child with special needs and you're running a business or you're working, you can be pulled up at any moment and the expectation is do something right now and you know a lot of people may have a business and or they homeschool their children and you know they've made that particular choice but they also can leave their children to be completely independent And I noticed that I just wasn't able to do that for very long, maybe 30 minutes. And that was very obvious when I was doing podcasting and I would get interrupted by him and he would come down and, you know, a need wasn't met at that particular time and he wanted something. And until that need was met, it just kept building. And so as a mother, you know, I just... I felt like the weight was literally on my shoulders. I felt like I had to do this. And you fit there was so much shame for feeling like I wanted more success within my business, my business to look a certain way. And then I realized that I can't provide the level that is required in that particular business structure. I had to create something different. And so that's what I'm creating now. So I am still changing lives and changing women who are on a, you know, on a journey, who are parents of children with special needs, 
but want a very different approach, very different approach, who are women who are busy and they have an anxious mind, who want the resources but also want the community. And that's where I've gone, right, let's do that. And it's so much where when we are going through a particular journey, we are always comparing ourselves. And people may say that, you know, you have to work really, really hard to get results. But that's a belief. That's a belief. And all of these things that, you know, you've got to work long hours, that's another belief. So why can't we create success how we desire We have the life that we desire and we're looking after the most important person, which is ourselves, so we can care for other people. We're not going to burn out. We're not going to start feeling resentment because we are holding literally everything up. And I've had to change because I am doing, we're still transitioning after five weeks of school and that's taken such a toll on myself and I would do anything for my son, but it is still me who's doing that. So it's I'm going back to the things that have supported me and I'm making the biggest impact in my life right now. They are making such an impact and creating my own rules Because here's the thing, we do get to change how we do things. And what works for one person may not work for you, but then it's looking at, well, what can I do to do that? And I just didn't feel like I wanted to share this for so long because I never really thought that I was any type of spokesperson. I never classified myself as someone who's like a mother leader. (laughs) I just classified myself as a leader for women and I realised that while at times it can be incredibly challenging, this is my gift. Um, And so each day, each moment, each second, I'm just reviewing and checking with myself and really doing that work behind the scenes. And that is my impact for the world. And I just felt like society just really didn't value motherhood, that society didn't value the caregiver role. And it's so much tolling. Being a mother is hard enough, but being a carer is just so much more emotional space. Um, and that's where I wanted to create something that supports people. And so I'm in the process of really supporting women in a way that helps people who feel quite busy and giving them a way to make small changes that have lasting impact. 
and people who actually understand your journey, not exactly because everyone, everyone's journey is so different, but who just are there to provide support and that's something that I have just not really had. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode today. Bye.